Section 18 of Dedications. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Painter. Dedications by Mary Elizabeth Brown. To Women. This chapter was originally planned to contain only dedications to groups of women, such as that to lady needleworkers, since those to individual women were naturally included under friends, relatives, or some other heading. But a few individual women could not easily be classified in these sections, women chosen for the honour of a dedication because of their intellectual or artistic eminence, their heroism in some crisis, or their devotion to some cause. Dedications to such women as Sarah Bernhardt and Lady Constance Lytton have therefore been placed here. The Ladies' Dictionary, being a general entertainment for the fair sex, a work never attempted before in English, by N. H., 1694. To the ladies, gentlewomen, and others of the fair sex, the author humbly dedicates this following work. Ladies, this project of composing a dictionary for the use of the fair sex, which may serve as a secret oracle to consult in all difficult cases, being the first attempt of this kind that has appeared in English, tis hoped it will be met with a courteous reception from all, but more especially from you, for whose sakes it was undertaken. And if it receives any favour at your hands, I shall attribute its success in the world to the illustrious subject it treats on, viz. the virtues and accomplishments of your sex, which are so many and admirable that no volume can contain them in their full extent. I could not therefore but conclude it the highest of injuries, that whereas the actions of men had met with so ample and so many memorials, your sexes, being not inferior to them, should meet with so slender and so few, and that to erect this monument to their lasting glory would be a piece of justice great as their misfortune in not having the more judicious recorder of their worths then. Ladies, your very humble servant, N. H. The Tea Table Miscellany, a collection of choice songs, Scots and English, by Alan Ramsay. 1724. Dedication. To Ilka lovely British lass, frae ladies Charlotte, Anne and Jean, down to Ilk Bonnie singing Bess, how a dance fair foot on the green. Dear lasses, your most humble slave, while ne'er to serve you shall decline, kneeling wad your acceptance crave when he presents this small propine. Then take it kindly to your care, revive it with your tune for notes, its beauties will look sweet and fair, arising saftly through your throats. The wanton wee thing will rejoice when tented by a sparkling eye, the spinet tinkling with her voice, it lying on her lovely knee. While kettles dringe on ingles door, or clashes stay the lazy lass, their sangs may ward you frown the sour and gaily vacant minutes pass, ere why the tea's filled reeking round, rather than plot a tender tongue, 
Treat other circling lugs we sound. Sign safely sip when ye have sung. May happiness have up your hearts and warm ye lung with loving fires. May powers propitious play their parts in matching you to your desires. A. Ramsey, Edinburgh, January the 1st, 1724. Treasures in Needlework comprising instructions in knitting, netting, crochet, point lace, tatting, braiding and embroidery by Mrs. Warren and Mrs. Cullen, 1855, query. To lady needleworkers throughout the world, this book is dedicated by the authors in the hope that it may aid in the production of those ornamental and useful articles that add elegance to the boudoir and yield a profit to the fancy fair. Woman's Work in the Civil War by L. P. Brockett and Mrs. Mary C. Vaughan, 1868 To the loyal women of America, whose patriotic contributions, toils and sacrifices enabled their sisters, whose history is here recorded, to minister relief and consolation to our wounded and suffering heroes, and who by their devotion, their labours, and their patient endurance of privation and distress of body and spirit, when called to give up their beloved ones for the nation's defence, have won for themselves eternal honour, and the undying remembrance of the patriots of all time, we dedicate this volume. Introductory Notes on Lying-In Institutions by Florence Nightingale, 1871 To the Midwife Venerate If I may dedicate, without permission, these small notes to the shade of Socrates' mother, may I likewise, without presumption, call to my help the questioning shade of her son, that I who write may have the spirit of questioning aright, and that those who read may learn, not of me, but of themselves? And further, has he not said, The midwives are respectable women, and have a character to lose? Quoted from Wheatley's Dedication of Books. Mary and Martha, The Mother and the Wife of George Washington by Benson J. Lossing, 1886 to my young countrywomen, this brief sketch of the lives of two of the most illustrious exemplars of true womanhood is dedicated by the author. Poems on Several Occasions by Austin Dobson, 1889 To you I sing, whom towns immure and bonds of toil hold fast and sure, to you across whose aching sight come woodlands bathed in April light, and dreams of pastime premature. And you, O oh sad, who still endure some wound that only time can cure, to you in watches of the night, to you I sing. But most to you with eyelids pure, scarce witting yet of love or lure, to you with bird-like glances bright, half paused to speak, half poised in flight. O oh, English girl, divine, demure, to you I sing. Plain Tales from the Hills by Rudyard Kipling, 1890 
to the wittiest woman in India, I dedicate this book. The American Revolution by John Fiske, 1891 To Mrs. Mary Hemenway, in recognition of the rare foresight and public spirit which saved from destruction one of the noblest historic buildings in America and made it a centre for the teaching of American history and the principles of good citizenship, I dedicate this book. The Old South Meeting House in Boston was preserved through Mrs. Hemenway's efforts. In 1879-81, to 81, John Fiske gave a course of lectures at the Meeting House in aid of the fund for its preservation. Le Mariage de Loti Rarahu by Pierre Loti, 1892 To Madame Sarah Bernhardt Madame, to you, O shining one on high, the obscure author of Asiade humbly dedicates this simple story of tropical island life. Perchance from you may fall a ray which will illuminate the story with some of your own poetic charm. The author was very young when he wrote the book, and he places it at your feet, madame, begging you to judge it with your kindest indulgence. Woman's Share in Primitive Culture by Otis Tufton Mason, 1894 To all good women, living or dead, who with their brains or by their toil have aided the progress of the world, I dedicate this book. The Life and Work of Susan B. Anthony by Ida Husted Harper, 1899 To Women, for whose freedom Susan B. Anthony has given fifty years of noble endeavour, this book is dedicated. A later edition, published after Miss Anthony's death, is dedicated to her memory. The Woman Beautiful a practical treatise on the development and preservation of woman's health and beauty by Ella Adelia Fletcher, 1900. To the lovely women, sixty years young, whose noble womanhood wins beauty from the passing years, this book is inscribed in loving esteem and admiration. The Wrongs of Indian Womanhood by Mrs. Marcus B. Fuller 1900. To the Christian women of India, England and America, who owe all they have and all they are to our Lord Jesus Christ, in whom there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, but in whom all are one, is this volume lovingly dedicated. Woman in the Golden Ages by Amelia Gear Mason, nineteen o one, to the representative women of today. Life of General Nathan Bedford Forrest, by John Allen Wyeth, M.D., nineteen o one, to Emma Sanson, a woman worthy of being remembered by her countrymen as long as courage is deemed a virtue, who rode with General Forrest in the engagement at Black. Creek, May the 2nd, 1863, and by guiding his men to an unguarded ford, enabled him to capture Colonel A.D. Strait 
and his entire command. This volume is dedicated as a token of admiration and respect. Francesca da Rimini by F. Marion Crawford, 1902 To Madame Sarah Bernhardt, who by her magic creation has after 600 years reincarnated the soul of Francesca. Che piange e dice. A self-made man's wife, her letters to her son, being the woman's view of a certain famous correspondence. 1905. To the inconspicuous wives of conspicuous men, this book is sympathetically dedicated. The Incoming Millions by Howard B. Gross, 1906 To the Christian women of America, whose mission it is to help save our country by evangelizing the alien women, teaching the ideals of the American home. The Life of Alice Freeman Palmer by George Herbert Palmer, 1908 Alice Freeman Palmer when fell today the word that she had gone, not this my thought, here a bright journey ends, here rests a soul unresting, here at last, here ends that earnest strength, that generous life, for all her life was giving. Rather this, I said, after the first swift sorrowing pang, hence on a new quest starts an eager spirit, no dread, no doubt, unhesitating forth with asking eyes, pure as the bodiless souls whom poets vision near the central throne, angelically ministrant to man. So fares she forth with smiling Godward face, nor should we grieve, but give eternal thanks, save that we mortal are and needs must mourn. Richard Watson Gilder, December the 2nd, 1902 the Position of Women in Indian Life by Her Highness the Maharani of Baroda and S. M. Mitra, 1911 To Indian women this work is dedicated. Women must solve the problems of humanity. Ibsen Woman and Labour by Olive Schreiner, 1911 Dedicated to Constance Lytton Glory of warrior, glory of orator, glory of song, paid with a voice flying by, to be lost on an endless sea. Glory of virtue, to fight, to struggle, to right the wrong. Nay, but she aimed not at glory, no lover of glory she. Give her the glory of going on and still to be. Tennyson, dear, Cape of Good Hope, South Africa. 1911. On page 28 of the introduction, the author says of Lady Lytton, I have inscribed it to my friend, Lady Constance Lytton, not because I think it worthy of her, nor yet because of the splendid part she has played in the struggle of the women fighting today in England for certain forms of freedom for all women. It is, if I may be allowed without violating the sanctity of a close personal friendship, so to say, because she, with one or two other men and women I have known, 
have embodied for me the highest ideal of human nature, in which intellectual power and strength of will are combined with an infinite tenderness and a wide human sympathy. One incident of Lady Lytton's career as a militant suffragist is evidence of her democratic spirit. Believing that her rank and connections had brought her special consideration, during a few days of imprisonment for her share in a demonstration, she disguised herself as a seamstress under the name of Jane Wharton, took part in another demonstration, was re-arrested, and had a prison experience of much greater hardship. The Ladies' Battle by Molly Elliot Sewell, 1911 To those of my countrywomen who think for themselves, this little book is dedicated. Woman in Modern Society by Earl Barnes, 1912 this volume is dedicated to a woman endowed by her ancestors with health and strength, reared by a wise mother, trained to earn her own living, and university bred, at one time an independent wage earner and now equal partner in the business of her home, a social force in the life of her community, member of a woman's club, a suffragist, the devoted and intelligent mother of a group of fine children, and the centre of a family which loves and reverences her and finds the deepest meaning of life in her presence. Votes for Women Edited by Frederick and Emmeline Pethick Lawrence 1913 To the brave women who today are fighting for freedom, to the noble women who all down the ages kept the flag flying and looked forward to this day without seeing it. To all women all over the world, of whatever race or creed or calling, whether they be with us or against us in this fight, we dedicate this paper. This paper was the official organ of the Women's Social and Political Union of Great Britain until the editors withdrew from the extreme party among the militant suffragists. It advocates forms of militant action without violence, and its spirit is well expressed by this dedication. End of section 18